This week's episode of the Orange Boy Inquiry is brought to you by The. Are you tired of not being able to specify or particularize a certain thing in speech? Sick of sounding like you're talking about everything instead of one isolated version of it? Get The. <laughs> the will help you define something as independent and individual. From the makers of such legendary works as Those, These, and Them, The will revolutionize Ooh, your like speech. Those making you sound like you really know what you're talking about. The books, the highway, heck, even the orange boy inquiry. Everybody is talking about the. Head over to the.com and type the into the search bar, search the and find the under the the category, click the and press buy the. Enter the as the promo code to get the for 25% off. We love the. Welcome back, everybody, to the newest episode of The Orange Boy Inquiry, uh, where three of us boys love orange and love to talk about movies. I'm Niall. I also love the... Me too. I love the I'm movies. Jared. And the orange. <laughs> I am the Lucas. I love, I love the Lucas. I love the Lucas. I'm the Jared. And I'm the Nile, and this is the Orange Boy Inquiry. Um, this week, the topic we've been getting we've been getting pretty specific with the topics, and so this week I wanted to get incredibly vague with the topics to get difficult questions um, out of it. Get I want I wanted the Jared and the Lucas to be thinking a little bit. So um, this Uh-oh. episode's topic is crossovers. Um, this is something that's been increasingly popular in the world, um, and, you know, even outside of movies into TV and, and other kind of mediums, crossovers are starting to get to be, like, almost an expectation. Um, when a movie comes out, you're like, oh, I wonder if that's connected with this other thing, and there were all the theories when Joker came out that it was connected with all these other weird things, and that, you know, Snowpiercer is a is a prequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Have you heard that theory? <laughs> no, I have not, but I love it it's, now. It's no. wild. But, um... <laughs> Wait, a prequel to it? A prequel, yeah. So Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, huh. the old one, the, the Gene Wilder one, came out. Uh-huh. And then Snowpiercer is supposed to be like a... I, I, I think it's a prequel. Maybe it's a sequel. I can't really remember. Either way... <laughs> I don't know which is better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. either way, I love it. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about crossovers because I feel like that's kind of taken the industry over a little bit. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Do, Most do, notable do upcoming crossover, of course, being Kong versus yeah, Godzilla. Kong versus Godzilla. That, that trailer release was kind of what inspired this whole thing. Um, because as much as I hated the second Godzilla movie... You can't deny that that trailer is just wonderful. Uh, yes. For, for yes, indeed. Godzilla versus Kong, so I'm pretty excited. Um, <laughs> so, do, whose question is first? Do we do my f- one first? What? It's your your episode, bro. Sure. Let's do mine. Let, fine. Let's do mine first. Um, 
mine, I gotta find where I typed it to make sure that I'm typing it correctly, or reading it correctly. Um, okay, here we go, I found it. <laughs> what two or more, doesn't have to be two, but what IPs, which we learned today means intellectual property, what IPs <laughs> do you want to, to be welcome. crossed together? Yeah, I'll start um, with my two oh, IPs. Dang it. Okay. <laughs> um, and these two, I think, have kind of been making a very similar type of movie for a little while. And so I think it would be pretty easy to just mash them together. Um, and they are two of my favorite movie franchises. Um, they are Mission Impossible and The Fast and the Furious. Um, nice. <laughs> I, both of huh. these are like a group of spies or of just family, you know, who work together <laughs> to take down a big organization or, you know, heist something out of a very tall building somewhere around Dubai. Nice. I think that's been in both of them. Um, and so I think <laughs> if you just took some of the key members of each, smashed them together, made a super group, then you could incorporate like all these stunts uh that that uh tom cruise does as ethan hunt uh with the motor engine prowess of dominic toretto and his family you know using their the the mission impossible's very tight-knit very particular uh qualifications with the fast and the furious very smash and go kind of (laughs) uh yeah approach to these situations so yeah that's that's mine i would love to see them i I just i would love to see more movies from either of them so i might as well make one with both of them yeah my dude i dig that very cool and good (laughs) mine um mine is one that i think is inevitable um okay i don't know I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I'm gonna have the hot take that it will one day happen, but wow, hot take um, alert! I I don't know when it will happen, but I'm just gonna say it will one day happen in the live action medium on the big screen, Ooh. and that is in some form or another. I think that Marvel and DC will cross over. Um, now, granted, Ooh. currently, currently I do not want this to happen because I think. Marvel has consistently turned out some great stuff, and DC has consistently turned out some horrid stuff. Some Wonder Woman 1984 being, I think, another testament to that. Flagship horrible. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't think that now, or even the next decade, or two decades, or even three decades is the time. (laughs) But I think... If we give DC another 30 years to figure their stuff out, because the characters in DC are certainly cool. You know, I love Superman and Batman and oh, yeah. Green Lantern and The Flash and Martian Manhunter. The The ideal lineup for me, if you ever watched the old um, cartoon animated Justice League TV show, the seven that they had on that show, I think, are the best. That Dang good lineup. It's a travesty they did not use in the movies. Um, and they are Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman... Flash, um, Hawk Girl, 
Martian Manhunter, and John Stewart Green Lantern. So, ditch. What, you don't want Cyborg, Cyborg. in there? <laughs> Cyborg, no, everyone's I do not. favorite I think Justice Cyborg Leaguer? Is the worst part of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a great Teen Titan, but a horrible Justice Leaguer. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think there could be some really cool stuff. I mean, it's happened in the comics multiple times, but it, it would be cool to see some good DC and Marvel characters interacting with each other. In the meantime, I will, I would much rather have like Fantastic Four and X-Men stuff in the MCU and DC to get their crap together. Yeah. But in 30 years, once stuff kind of continues to figure itself out, I think it'll be good to kind of begin to allow DC back in to being good. Because I don't even know that they've... Re- well, I, Aquaman and Shazam were pretty decent. Everything other than that, though, I've not been a huge fan of. Oh, and the first Wonder Woman, I guess. But they've got a roster including such classics as The uh, Suicide Squad. Not The <laughs> Suicide Squad, because that looks actually good. But Just Suicide, Suicide Squad's Squad. the first one. Right. And, yeah. you know, Batman versus Superman. <laughs> All that. Wow, junk. Suicide Squad, dude. Let, uh, yeah. We might have to do an episode we'll about... See. Suicide Squad just alone because of how bad that movie is. <laughs> um, my so, answer. I, I don't want to rewatch it in preparation, though. <laughs> right. You <laughs> wouldn't either. have to. Yeah. You could just rewatch I, certain clips on YouTube. Okay. Just easy. read the letterbox reviews. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, what are we? Answer... Some kind of Suicide Squad? <laughs> <laughs> my answer strays from the film (laughs) medium and moves us into television um i was i was taken Mm. with the episode of always sunny where they um are inside of seinfeld for a little while i think that's super silly and goofy and i like that and so I was thinking what else would they be really good to be crossed over (laughs) with and i decided the the answer is um, Arrested Development. I would love to see Frank Reynolds oh, hanging out nice. with Lucille Bluth. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I would love to see Honestly, um, yeah. Charlie Kelly hanging out with Buster, um, Dennis and Job, um, <laughs> Mac and Lindsay, I think would be a really funny thing mac and job honestly all of the characters just thinking about the way that they would interact with each other is so entertaining to me because they somehow like i don't i don't know how they've done this so well but all of the characters in arrested development are very individual and unique right they're all like their own thing um And the same thing with Always Sunny. They're all very individual and unique, however tied together by a common thread of being terrible people. And somehow, (laughs) there's like almost no overlap in the characters between the two shows. Like, they all just have their own very unique identity, and so mixing them together would basically just broaden the exciting cast of both shows. Um regardless of whether it's formatted like Arrested Development or like Always Sunny in Philadelphia, um, the characters would just work together, and I think it would be a very ambitious thing, and it might have to be more than an episode, you know? Like, maybe a season long of just, like, 
antics wow. between those characters, I think it would be wonderful and magnificent. Yeah, that's a great answer. That'd be pretty wild. So there's my but answer. Pretty awesome. Pretty I'm always awesome. in favor of more Arrested Development. <laughs> oh, sad. yeah. Even even the bad ones, like season four and five. They're still better than most sitcoms, though. I would agree. Hey-o. Well, next question, yeah. Get Sorry, it. I'm on a mad delay. Uh, yeah, but Jared, next question. A bit of a, a bit of a mess today, but that's okay, because my question is so good, it's going to make you stop thinking about the delay and start thinking about <laughs> what your answer would be. Um, and that is, uh, <laughs> I'm going to take it away from movies a little bit, like Niall just did. Um, I know we like oh, to wow. talk about movies a lot. I know we like to talk about TV a lot. One thing we do also enjoy, uh, besides the orange and the movies, is the music. Um, and so I thought it would be fun to, with this broad crossover theme, to talk about what two musical artists or bands should make a crossover album. So maybe not like just a duet song, but like combine their creative efforts to make a whole piece of art for consumers. Mm. So gotcha, Lucas, if you want to start this one. I've got a big smile on my face because I'm excited to share my answer. Yeah. I wonder what it's going to be. I wonder. I bet. I wonder what I bet two you artists Lucas listens to. <laughs> I, my two I wonder artists if he's that talked about to. them on many episodes before. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder this as well. I wonder it so much. And my answer is indeed Weird Al. And the Lonely Islands. <laughs> Why did I even Yay! ask? <laughs> surprise. <laughs> Big ol' whopping surprise, baby. <laughs> I mean, ideally, what would happen in this scenario is that they make a movie together, and as a result, right. they, ma- they make an entire album as the soundtrack to that movie, like they did with Popstar. Right. But just any sort of collaborative album on a wide basis like this, because they've done some stuff, like Weird Al is in Popstar, and they've done some little things, but they've never made music together. I think it would be a beautiful thing to have Weird Al and The Lonely Island make an entire album together. And yeah, those are basically the two artists that I listen to. <laughs> so, and Flight of the Concords. So question, is it just uh, oh, right. The Lonely Island with uh, the accordion? No, Weird Al would sing as well. Okay, they all, all four right. would sing. <laughs> there would just also be accordion. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I like no that. doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Cool, 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 um, cool. My answer is uh, maybe a little different than, than what I would usually answer. Um, because neither of these bands are bands that I... Uh, like well neither of these artists i guess i should say <laughs> i don't dislike either of them by any means but like i never listen to them but it's the chain smokers my and answer imagine dragons <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's it i want imagine an dragons album and 21 pilots <laughs> i want an album that nobody wants to listen to um no my my bands that i would unless you're connect. 14 years old and a girl <laughs> What I would connect are Miley Cyrus and Metallica. 
Um, wow. I think that. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Now, now here's here's the reason. Oh, this delay is rough, so I apologize to the listeners. <laughs> but um, I. I forgive you. Uh, oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> once upon a time at the Grammys, Metallica played a set. I think it was an entire set, but it may have just been a song with Lady Gaga singing vocals. Um, and it was a Metallica song. Can't remember what, but Lady Gaga did the singing. And it really sounded interesting with female vocals with Metallica music. And so then I was presented once upon a time um, with a video of Miley Cyrus singing Zombie um, and and just kind of crushing it. You know that one song by the, the Someones? Um, and she's, she's kind of nailing it. No, it's not Pink Floyd, but, uh, we live in a society, the band, but, um, (laughs) she, she's got some chops to sing with kind of a grittier vocal style. And so I would like to see them crossed over because I, I just, I would be really interested to see what they would come up with with, you know, that heavy, really chuggy Metallica sound and Miley Cyrus doing kind of clean vocals, maybe a little grittier vocals every now and then, and just see what they would make. I think it would be exciting. And also, who wouldn't get that album, you know? Yeah. Like Metallica and Miley Cyrus, of course. One of the two artists that that I listen to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's true now. You got to think about that. (laughs) Think about your audience. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um my answer is going to be pretty pretty mainstream. Uh which is I think fine. Uh because I know we all like kind of niche music. Um but so hopefully this answer is a little more Not accessible. Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Your comment has been heard. Uh, please don't talk for <laughs> the next two minutes. <laughs> heard and recorded. Um, and they, they're two artists that I really, really like. Um, I, I listen to one way more than the other. And it's uh, Charlie Puth, who I just adore, and Sia, who I think only makes bangers so there is a cover on youtube of charlie puth singing uh chandelier by sia and it's one of the best covers i've ever heard in my life his voice is just so powerful and so is sia's that i think the duets would be incredible as well as i think they're both just such talented songwriters especially with that mainstream kind of pop sound. But the thing is, is they don't just make pop that just sounds like formula pop. They have their own unique sounds, and I think they would contribute and add to each other's really well, and they would complement each other. Uh, so I hope, I hope the audience is giving me better, <laughs> better uh, feedback than the blank faces I'm seeing from my close friends <laughs> no no here's the thing sorry i just completely zoned out <laughs> no dude because i i, I, I think I it's a great just... choice 
<laughs> I think it. I think it's a really I'm so good sorry. idea. <laughs> Listen, I, was I wasn't even zoomed out. I was just listening intently and, and yeah, and no, that's yep. Hearing mm-hmm. what you had to say, I was literally just <laughs> taking my drawer out and then pushing it back in, just and just admiring the way that the wheels move along the track. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I can. I know that's more interesting than my answer to this question in the podcast that we make together. But that's. <laughs> <laughs> that is my answer. No, this is this one's not for you guys. This one's for the fans. This is for the listeners. Go check out that cover. The fans of Charlie Puth and Sia. Yeah. The fans of not Weird Al on Lonely Island. <laughs> Whatever. Next question. I'm done with this. Jeez. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, moving on. My my question is um a little bit more ab- not abstract, but. So, in your opinion, what is the worst crossover that has either happened or never was able to happen because it got canceled before it was able to come to fruition? So we'll start with Niall. That way Jared can have some time to recuperate. (laughs) We're starting with Niall. This is tricky because I'm... (laughs) I'm... Kind of... I don't know. I'm a little I'm a little perplexed on this one because the only crossovers I've been able to think of that have happened um, are are just the legendary crossovers. Stuff like, you know, the the Rugrats and the Wild Thornberries <laughs> crossover so movie that, that yeah, they did. That's great. <laughs> um and, and, and little things like that. It's it's hard for me to think of ones that I, I think were a bad idea that happened. Um, and I know what Lucas's answer is, so I'm not going to say the one that I'm thinking you can of. Say, you can say the one that you, you're thinking of. I okay, one if you okay. I'm, I'm going to say I'm gonna say the one that you're thinking of, but I'll leave you to talk about it. So, obviously, cool. the universal dark universe with the monsters. <laughs> I've never heard of it. With Dracula and, and the mummy and they were going to make a Jekyll and Hyde movie, and Jekyll, Dr. Jekyll was supposed to be, like, the Nick Fury of it and bring everyone together. That's why <laughs> he was in that terrible Tom Cruise movie. And they had plans for a bunch of different people to be in it, and it was just going to be awful. And, and it shows that it was going to be awful because the mummy happened, and then Universal was like, yeah, never mind. And, it, <laughs> like... It's just kind of fan. It's it's interesting to look into the dark universe because it was like a huge plan that they have, and they just quit on it so quickly. It's yeah. really surprising. Oh, man. But what I'm going to talk about, and this might be controversial. This might have some fans in here, but my answer is Sam and Cat. Um, which if, <laughs> for the listeners that are not familiar <laughs> for the listeners that are wow, not that familiar that is controversial this is um, the attractive side character from both iCarly and Victorious on Nickelodeon um, were somehow forced to move in together but they didn't like each other and that's the premise of the show <laughs> and that's 100% of what the show is. And I think it ran for maybe like half a season. 
Um, I, I didn't look the, into this I at all. I don't have, have very more. much information. I feel like they made that really? for a while. Let me, I'll look it up. Let's really? Fact I, check I just, I thought that it was one of those things that was just like it came and went just as quickly as it came. But <laughs> Sam and Cat is, is like a problem. No, it. Um, and it's just. Okay, it, lo- what, it looks yeah, like one, it. one season, uh, 35 episodes is what I'm seeing. 35 <laughs> episodes. 35 Goodness. episode season. So, That's what so the somehow page says. they cranked out 35 episodes of a show that nobody ever watched. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I have never spoken. Well, you talk to anyone and you're like, did you watch iCarly? And they're like, yeah. And you're like, did you watch Victorious? And yeah. they're like, not as much, but Victoria no. Justice is super hot and so is Ariana Grande. Um, and you ask yeah, anyone we in the, the world. cat is Ariana Grande. Yeah. The now then multi-billionaire you... <laughs> successful artist. But then you in... ask people, did you ever watch Sam and Cat? And they're like, <laughs> of course not. Why would I have watched Sam and Cat? And so it's just like one of those things that everybody, I think even involved, knew should not have existed. <laughs> um, and, and for that reason, Sam and Cat is the answer. It's a good let answer. Me, let me just read through a few of these, uh, a few of these episode titles <laughs> in case you are yeah. somewhat tempted to go watch no, this. No, like, it's just to let <laughs> us Hashtag reminisce. pilot. Hashtag oh, favorite no. show. No. Hashtag the Brit Brats. Hashtag new goat. Hashtag texting competition. <laughs> well, that's actually babies good one. I, I do like texting competition. Hashtag texting competition. <laughs> Hashtag goomer sitting. Hashtag toddler climbing. <laughs> Hashtag mama goomer. Hashtag what babysitting commercial. I don't know. There's a there's a whole oh, no. there's a culture to the show that we just are we're we're not a part and, of. Yeah, and we're unpacking more, the lore. And thirty more hashtag related episode titles of Sam and Cat. Good. Because they were just so hip, relatable with the oh, youths. Yeah. They had oh, yeah. their iPair phones and everything. Yeah. Dan Schneider knows his audience, man. Oh yeah. He knows oh, yes. what they want. Okay. But yeah, that's my answer. That's Next a great person. answer. My answer is going to also be uh, maybe a little controversial. And it is Ooh. it is not in the medium of TV. In fact, it's not even in the medium oh. of any sort of film at all. Wow. <laughs> uh, it's in the medium of real life. Yep. The, <laughs> the crossover that happened that I think never should have existed uh, is the crossover tweet between uh, Sour Patch Kids and Breakfast Cereal. (laughs) 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 Yes, I get it. They are sugary. (laughs) People (laughs) like to eat them. Why are they a breakfast cereal? (laughs) Are are they like... (laughs) What is it like? Like, so, is it crunchy? No. Uh, yes. It's sour and then sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's first sour, <laughs> then it's a, which we all know. With we, milk. We love sour milk <laughs> for cereal. 
<laughs> and sweet milk. So some people, some people aren't aware of this, but we actually have um, some listeners who are not from the U.S. Um, and so to explain what this is, imagine you take a candy that is sour and gooey and gummy, uh, <laughs> and then you pour milk over it, <laughs> and then you eat it for breakfast, <laughs> the first meal of your day. All I found Googling it was just a guy with a bowl of Sour Patch Kids, and he's pouring milk on it. <laughs> but this is something you can get cereal. at most any grocery outlet. Um, and I think I think it never should have even existed. I don't know wh- how that conversation went down, but... Wow, this is mind-shatteringly... Oh, my oh goodness, there's this dude. one... Picture of a, like a huge clump of the salty sour sugar stuff on top no. of the cereal. <laughs> Dude, oh, goodness! Can you imagine drinking that with milk? Oh, oh, horrible and bad. <laughs> Soon it's gonna be an optional flavor add-on at Starbucks. Like, hey, can you hit me with some of that Sour Patch dust? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I want a double Sour Lucas, Patch get us back on Jack. Take us home, buddy. <laughs> well, that was, that was a great answer, um, Jared. Uh, my answer is, indeed, as Niall said, the dark universe, <laughs> because let me just expound on what this would have entailed a little bit. So like Niall mentioned briefly, the, um, the Russell Crowe character played um he was the dr jekyll mr hyde in the mummy movie and basically if you haven't seen the mummy spoiler alert but it's bad and it ends with tom cruise also becoming a mummy basically like he 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 dies and then he kind of like becomes his own type of mummy somehow they overcome death in that movie because jake johnson also dies and then comes back and is another presumed part of the sequels anyway so this dark universe quote-unquote was going to consist of russell crowe's um dr jekyll and mr hyde then tom cruise's the mummy because he would have been the mummy along with the sophia butella and then johnny depp would have been the invisible man with angelina jolie as um the Bride of Frankenstein is Javi and Javier Bardem as Frankenstein's monster. This sounds great so, to me. I honestly, I don't see anything cast. wrong with it. Great cast, amazing cast, like way too good of a cast. Javier Bardem <laughs> should be in every movie, as far <laughs> yeah, as I'm he's, concerned. He's great, and yeah, then they were like, mm, actually, the Mummy was pretty bad, and we put that Dark Universe logo before the movie started, maybe. <laughs> prematurely <laughs> just watching that movie and the first thing you see is just and it's just like this dark universe is literally what it says and it's like a black hole with like it's like an eclipse thing it's like wow they are really bold with this and then it did not pay off at all because the movie didn't do well and no one cares about that <laughs> Okay, I guess I guess I should say the big I think the biggest fault with it was that it wasn't like horror, it was like action. It was like, "Hey, what if we made the universal monsters but like 
Mission Impossible stuff. <laughs> and I think that was the problem because no one cares about those those old classic characters because they want to see them jumping out of airplanes <laughs> and yeah. getting blown up by each other, <laughs> um, which is what happened to the mummy as well. Right. And I think there were going to be a creature of the Black Lagoon and some of the other ones, but yeah, yeah. it's all canceled for now. Maybe they'll bring it back, but I hope they, not. Well, they maybe won't. in the it's horror dead. genre. That'd be good. I hope in the horror genre. Yeah, some um, some sort of horror thing would be much better. This is the did you guys like the first? Yeah, since those. Sorry, I was gonna say this is like the first uh, answer or question that Niall and I have had answers that are more ridiculous than Lucas's. <laughs> yeah, and I just wanna like throw ever that out. in the whole show. <laughs> Very um, true. D- speaking of how bad the mummy is, it was get- it was doomed to be bad from the beginning. Did you see? Did you guys see the trailer of it that was released accidentally? <laughs> yeah, without where the, the audio wasn't finished yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that? that for, for the listeners who haven't seen it, um, it's it's this whole like the opening has the music and it's it's like really kind of dark and creepy. And then, and then it kind of goes silent, but you're watching it and you're like, okay, maybe this is like what it's supposed to be. <laughs> um, but then it cuts to the cockpit of this plane and the guy is like, oh, Houston, we've got a problem, niner, niner, four, eight, nine, two, zero. And it's like the only thing is his voice and it doesn't sound like it's like been cleaned up or anything. And so it just sounds super raw. And then these birds break through the glass <laughs> silently, and the dude goes like, in silence, and everyone starts flying and like tumbling around the plane and just going like, ah, ah, in silence, no music, no other sound effects. It's it's amazing, honestly. Like, go onto YouTube and just look up the Mummy trailer, no sound. And it's it's fantastic. But like if problems like that are I remember seeing that trailer on Facebook. Like it was like the trailer they released and I watched it. And so it's like <laughs> it was promoted. And then they had to they had to yeah, it was a, a promoted ad. And so they had to take it down and put the actual one up. But if problems like that were happening on the production end, like there's no way that movie in my mind at least, it's like, oh, so that movie's gonna be terrible then. Yep, it was doomed but, to fail from the very beginning. I don't know. That's just a little more fun trivia about the dark universe for our listeners. Is that there's a wonderful mishap advertisement for the mummy in the world. <laughs> and also, in case you're wondering, the the Invisible Man movie that came out last year is not part of the dark universe. That's just because all those characters are in the public domain. Anyone can make a movie about them. Right. And so, Lay1L made a movie about it. And I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's really good. Probably much better than whatever they were going to do with Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it's really, I've heard it's really something. Um, well, that was good. This week we don't have a fan question because um, I'm in charge of the Instagram and I suck at doing it. Um, <laughs> so sometimes I forget to do it. So um, there's no fan question. So this is maybe just going to be kind of a shorter episode. Um do you guys have anything to add before I send us out? Just that I now hate that Sour Patch cereal exists. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm going to go buy a box. <laughs> I'm going to go buy a box. And maybe... I want to buy a box and try it. 
Maybe we'll try it out. I hate that it exists, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. You've piqued my interest enough to the point where I might drop the $3. That's what it is. It's a spectacle, Ugh. you know? They're just trying to sell it, yep. the idea of it. Yep. And that's what I hate. Exactly. It's like a and social I'll, experiment. You know what else I hate about those is that, you know, I like Sour Patch Kids, but on the bag, they suggest that you make Sour Patch cookies. cookies. Yeah. Like another horrible, Why? horrible idea. No, like who wants here, Sour Patch cookies? Here's the thing. I, I know we, my mom listens to this people. podcast. <laughs> we keep talking. No, yeah, my, about these my mom listens to this podcast. Good and offense she is loves, a choice. If you're offended, it's your own Sour fault. Patch Kids. Listen, my mom loves Sour Patch Kids. Okay, she's already certainly going to be mad at me for this podcast. But she does a thing that I actually, maybe I only like it because she's been doing this, but she makes popcorn and then empties a thing of Sour Patch Kids into the popcorn. So while you're eating your buttery goodness, you also, like every now and then, get a little bit of a sour treat something. And I'm fine with that, but anything beyond that is too much. See, that, uh, that, that sounds fine. And I love Sour Patch Kids, don't get me wrong. I just need, that is not part of a nutritious uh, Don't get us wrong. We're all on the side of Sour Patch Kids, all right? Sour Patch We're Kids, all there would, for it. If you would like to sponsor this podcast, you're more than welcome. We do love you. No, I don't think they want to because their uh, deals with Post or whoever, whoever, Kellogg. It's not Kellogg's, I'm sure. Um, no, but Post. Yeah, anyway, Post. uh this has this has been another episode of the Orange Boy Inquiry. Uh, thank you to the for sponsoring us. And um, if you want to be involved, if you want to send us ideas or um, see the rare occasion that I remember to post on the Instagram, uh, follow us on Instagram at the Orange Boy Inquiry. Um, uh, this has been fun, and we love you all, and have a safe uh, time. Hey, guys, same time next week? Yes. <laughs> Just, uh, you yep. want to do this again? Same time next week. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye. Okay, bye.